0: Put your paws out. Cause you were born this way, baby. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Lamar Fuji, and I'm so excited, cause guess who's going to Jersey tonight? i am yes so if you are in the new jersey or new york area until i would say i fly out july 10th uh message me at whatsyourjerseypodcast at com, and we can do a little meatball meetup Um still trying to organize and set a location and all that so let me know where you want to go um i hope you guys are having a good week i am right now sitting and icing my ankle because i have been pushing it a little too much in the go 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 workout just trying to do everything department i don't know if any of you guys have that problem but i sometimes fill up the plate too much um And so I actually wanted to give you guys a list of some self-care tips for anyone that just should maybe take a break or not, you know, do all the things all the time, because I feel like it's okay to actually give yourself permission to chill. And it's 4th of July coming up. So like, it's the perfect time to actually chill out or party hard depending on what you like to do um so these are things we all know we all have ingrained in our brains but we need to hear every now and then because self-care is a thing people um so here's some tips i found on mindbodygreen.com this is not a sponsored post uh number one listen to your body like right now i'm sitting here icing my ankle not a good thing i probably should have stopped working out about two days ago but no i didn't i should have listened to the bod it will let you know when you need to rest or if something hurts that means something's wrong duh but i don't i don't really listen to that um also i'm sorry i'm hoarse apparently i I lost my voice last night too um Number two, get enough sleep. That's probably why I'm hoarse. I did not get enough sleep last night. I couldn't stop binge watching the show. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but if you haven't, you are missing out and you must see it. I'm obsessed with the show Glow on Netflix and they dropped the whole second season last night and guess who stayed up until 3.30 a.m. to watch the entire thing um, with um, one of my best friends Haley Hansen who's a past guest on the podcast we couldn't stop and Netflix you guys you tricksters the episodes just keep going and <laughs> before we knew it it was 3.30 and we had seen the whole show it's awesome Anyone at the Glow headquarters I'd love to be on the show But it's just so good It's so entertaining The best thing about Glow Besides like The fact that it takes place in 1985 And the outfits and the music And just how everyone acts It's awesome Is that they really flesh out all the characters Everyone gets their own moment Their own storyline They turn them into real people Instead of just these glamorous ladies of wrestling And Mark Barron is a genius And he's hilarious and heartwarming And makes you cry And fuck yeah I hope everyone gets nominated on that show So watch Glow um, So yeah I didn't get enough sleep Because of that TV show Last night But get some sleep Sleep is the most Important thing So remember to check in With yourself And get some sleep Also You know If you're feeling Too sluggish Maybe get some exercise That helps You know Like sometimes We forget that maybe just a half an hour of cardio, a walk around the block, anything is better than nothing. So I definitely recommend that. Um, Spend some time outside. I know that's hard to do, especially like if you're working a 9 to 5 or I don't even think a 9 to 5 exists anymore. I feel like everyone works way more than 9 to 5 just because... We like to do a lot of shit Again, the reason why I'm telling you this list But make sure you get outside You get that vitamin D um, It's important And it makes you happier Just taking a little walk around the block It raises your endorphins Sorry, that was a terrible L Woods impression And I will never do that again to you guys um, Also, this is a tough one for me But I've been learning to do more and more of it Spend some time alone It's so much easier said than done but like the second I get alone and I don't know if this happens with you guys but I tend to pull out my phone and think of who I can text to come over and hang out or to go to happy hour or to go take a Pilates class or you know to go get food I just constantly I love being around people but to a fault and Sometimes you just need to chill And take care of yourself And do your own goddamn thing So chilling alone isn't bad You can read the four agreements Which I recommend we all read Over and over and over again Also, another thing It's really hard to take time off But if you get vacation time Use it Don't let it go to waste I don't know what that means Because what I do You don't really get vacation time I feel like almost every day Is like a vacation Because I love what I do But yeah Yeah if you get it, take it. Um, also, use your sick time. Don't force yourself to go to work when you're sick or not feeling great because it will it'll be harder to recover. Plus, your coworkers will be so goddamn mad at you if you go to work sick. So don't do that. I know it's summer and, like, everyone's probably, like, out and about and doing fun things. But you could still get sick in the summer. Um, so, yeah, just take care of yourself. Number nine, read. What's reading? I mean... Is it? Just looking at your phone and scrolling through shit No, pick up a book Even, you know what You could kill two birds with one stone Walk to your neighborhood library They still exist, people Um, But I love reading Uh, Right now, I'm trying to read um, A lot of Gabby Bernstein My mom, Mom Shellen, actually recommended Her books to me And I find them really inspiring So if you're looking for a little pick-me-up Or if you're feeling kind of down Or just like stuck Gabby Bernstein is amazing. Also, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I love Whitney Cummings' book. Amy Schumer has a great book out. Uh, so, yeah, go pick those up for your summer reads. Um, then we have Meditate. This is something I don't do and I need to do. I had gotten into a habit of doing it, and I, I've definitely talked about it before with you meatballs, but it definitely just helps you again check in with yourself. Again, Kill two birds with one stone. Alone time. Meditate. Boom. And then go to bed after. Sleep. What? See, we're knocking these out. Um, also, practice mindfulness. Allowing yourself to stay in the present and be non-judgmental about your thoughts is the ultimate self-care routine. I mean, I know sometimes I have to check in with myself and be like, Jacqueline, stop. Like, don't be negative. Don't, you know, judge a book by its cover. Don't, like, really listen to the people that you're interacting with. Really focus on your surroundings. And for me, this is like an old acting exercise, but I think it also applies to real life. Like whenever I was on stage or in a scene and found my mind kind of like drifting off into something else, I would touch the closest piece of furniture or like a picture frame or just something to ground myself and to like force myself to pay attention and get back in the moment. So, I don't know, if you're out to lunch with your friends or if you're on a business call that you're just like zoning out thinking about the groceries you have to pick up, if you don't have like Instacart or something cooler than that, I don't know. I still go grocery shopping. I love it. But Anyway, if you start thinking about other things Or dreaming, daydreaming Grab onto the closest piece of furniture Or just anything to ground yourself It's really important to stay focused Because I feel like we're always doing a million things at once And this segues into the next one Forgive yourself for not maybe accomplishing All the millions of things we're supposed to be doing all day Um, Stop beating yourself up Seriously, stop it Um, Especially about stuff that happened in the past I know, for me, my brain can spiral out of control And I can think of, you know, past relationships, arguments Just friendships, all the things Or something I should have done at an audition Or, you know, even something I should have said on the podcast That I forgot to say Because there's always stuff that I want to tell you guys about That I'm, like, excited about Or a movie I'd seen Which, by the way, I'm really happy about this one Um, I saw the movie Tag uh, This past week And loved it Loved it Loved it It's the perfect summer movie It's so funny Hannibal Barris, to me, was the funniest part of the movie. He has these, like, very subtle, dry one liners that will make you just die laughing. Um, It's hilarious. I definitely recommend going to see it. I love seeing kind of, it's not, the movie's not cheesy. It's really funny. And the coolest part about it is that it's a true story. It literally made me want to start an adult game of tag immediately with all of my friends. And I think I might start that or something else that's more fun or different. Um, So, we're not copying them but um yeah it's a feel-good movie and i love seeing movies like that twice in the theater so i'm definitely going to go see it again so go see tag but forgive yourself for not saying the right thing or not doing certain things um and this is something that you know we can also forget especially if like money becomes tight um Or if you're on the go or always taking care of other people, make sure you set aside time to get a manicure or pedicure or get a facial or do a spa day. And if you can't afford that, which who can these days because everything's so expensive, um, set aside time to just do it at home because you can give yourself a facial you can give yourself you know a foot massage you can give yourself a hand massage a mani-pedi you can those little eye masks that they sell at CVS that I'm obsessed with they're like $2.99 so you can even get that just make sure you're doing stuff like do a hair mask I put olive oil on my hair sometimes or avocado just beer is actually great for your hair FYI Um, or just take a hot bath I mean, pretend you're at a fancy spa and use a bubble bath or bath salts. My guest this week actually talks about using bath bombs and bath salts that have CBD in them. She says that they're really good for muscle recovery, which is something I'm definitely going to look into as soon as I get off the mic um, because I need my ankle to be, a, be better. Um, But yeah, bath salts, bath bombs, something. Just I think the point of me telling you all about body and mind self-care is just take care of yourself, especially this week, because there's going to be probably a lot of partying going on in your life. It's 4th of July, probably a lot of family, a lot of food, everything. Don't beat yourself up for not working out, but make sure you get back on that wagon. That's something that I always make sure I do. There is a hot Pilates class that I love, and it's at... It's Mondays at 1045, and that's always a.m. That's always my, like, reset. That's always the way I check in with myself to make sure everything is all good. And, you know, even if you didn't really work out that weekend or if you ate all the pizza or all the ice cream, which is fine in moderation. Like, just don't do it every day. Uh, Just make sure you get back on the um, workout wagon a day or two after you indulge and party and do all the fun things. Uh, I will be at the Jersey shore for the 4th of July. I will be with family. I am so excited. I can't wait. Um, I love going home. I love being on the East coast. I will be right by kind of where they filmed the Jersey shore TV show, which is something I can't believe. I haven't talked to you guys about like, The Jersey Shore TV show is amazing. The new reboot. I just finally got to binge watch the whole thing. I had watched a few episodes when I was um, set to co-host Snooki's podcast. And then we had scheduling conflicts. So hopefully that will be happening in the future. Um, But I just finished everything. And I don't know. I do like, I, I feel like they all genuinely love each other. And I think that's the point of the show. That no matter what, they always have each other's backs. And I love that. And I love that they sit down to dinner. And they have big Italian family dinners and I just think it's awesome uh the situation proposal I mean watching it like in the back of your mind you're like yes this is amazing like they love each other so much but like fuck he's probably going to jail or like god like there's that like dark cloud where I'm like yeah it's all great but like god he did some shitty things um but whatever it was beautiful it was so thoughtful and he is lucky to have those girls in his life because they hooked it up also i'm so obsessed with polly d and vinny i mean forever romantic goals right there i love them they're just so positive and they bring such good energy and i really hope to have them on the podcast so if anyone knows vinny or polly d please again email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com um Also, I'm very excited because I just got done filming my first Plyo Jam online workout routine series. So now I've had a lot of you meatballs reach out to me and say, hey, um, I don't live in Los Angeles or I don't live in New York, so I can't take your pop-up classes. How do I work out with you? Well... Again, I'm not perfect when I work out, I'm not perfect when I teach, but the thing I do love to do is keep the energy up, make jokes if there's someone messing up or if I mess up, and I also really love curating my playlist and keeping the music current. Um, so those videos should be up very soon on the Playa jam website. It's com, and I will have a promo code for them. Um I'm pretty sure it's meatballs because they were like, We need your meatballs to be appreciative and really get the benefits of working out. Not that they want you to be appreciative. They wanted to give you a little shout out, a little nod to the meatballs. So yeah. Um anyway. You can go on there. I'll put the promo code up on social media as soon as it's all, like, locked down. Um, but, yeah, I'm so excited to actually work out with you guys. And send me the songs you want to hear or the songs you want to work out to or that you love because that means a lot to me. I always like to keep it fresh and new. Um, one of my favorite new routines is Drake's Nice for What It's very fun And you get really into it Towards the end Um I haven't listened to his whole Album that he dropped But I did listen to the song Where he talks about his son And being a dad I thought that was pretty cool It's actually a good song And Shout out to Drake For putting that out In the universe Um Before I bring on my amazing guest for this week, I am so excited for you guys. I want to tell you what I have been doing this summer to keep my skin nice and clear. You've heard me talk about this on the podcast, but it's honestly the only skincare system that I've consistently been using for longer than like six months. Like this is something I have been using for almost the entire year now. And I have seen such a significant difference in my skin. Um, it's so amazing. It's great. It's clean. It's green. It's gentle. And it just gives you that natural skin glow. That's 100% vegan and cruelty, cruelty. I can't even talk free. Um, Which by the way Side note I met Alicia Silverstone This weekend And she's stunning And gorgeous And I bet she uses This product Um, I felt like Cher Horowitz Was talking to me But she's adorable And if you're not Watching American Woman You should watch that Anyway um, But she Definitely stands for Just being 100% Vegan and cruelty free Which is exactly What the Bioclarity line is Um I just love it. I am actually... I just packed for my trip, and the best part about it is the packaging is so cute, and it comes in a cute little bag. Like, it's all just very um, travel-friendly, and that's what I love about it. I am going to use their hydrating... Moisturizer on the plane Before I get on the plane After the plane Like it's something that your skin craves Um So I definitely recommend that It's a complete skincare line And there's two different daily routines There's the clear skin routine Which is for combination Oily or breakout prone skin And it's just three easy steps It's cleanse, treat, restore It's so easy And light And refreshing Um But it contains nourishing plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root. Oh, God. Oak kernel. I mean, what else has oak kernel in it? That has to be amazing for your skin. And Floralux from chlorophyll. It's awesome. And it really helps fight breakouts, soothe your skin, minimize redness, pore size, everything. Which... You know me, after I work out, my skin is bright red, so this is the perfect thing to put on your skin to calm it down. Self-care, we got it. Um, And there's also the Essentials Routine for Normal to Dry Skin, and that has three easy steps. Also, it's Cleanse, Restore, and Hydrate. I definitely recommend it to you guys. For my listeners, they will get their first month for 50% off of a routine plus, and shipping is free. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter my code. What's that code, Jacqueline? It's JERSEY. Capital J-E-R-S-E-Y. So for you meatballs, you get your first month for 50% off of a routine. And you just have to enter the promo code JERSEY. That's J-E-R-S-E-Y. So you go to Bioclarity.com. That's B-I-O-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y. Dot com, and you enter my promo code JERSEY, J-E-R-S-E-Y. Just do it. It's going to really, really help your skin out this summer, especially after all of the party bloating that might occur next week. But I love Bioclarity. You will too. This is something I stand by. I think their brand's amazing. And everyone in their office is also really nice. I've talked to them on the phone, and they're the shit. So again, Bioclarity.com, and enter the promo code JERSEY for 50 off of a routine sorry of the essentials routine product it's amazing you're gonna love it I love you guys I also am obsessed with my next guest i worked with her uh, we had rehearsal time we didn't actually get to perform because the show was canceled at beecher's madhouse but she is so inspiring so amazing i randomly saw that she was um doing sweet charity with laura bell bundy um who if you don't know who that is she originated the el woods role on broadway and she's been in a ton of other broadway shows um But I saw that she was doing Sweet Charity with Laura um, on the UCLA campus. And so I randomly reached out and I was like, hey, I think you'd be really inspiring and I would love for you to tell your story. And she responded. We did it. She is such a go-getter and she is stunning and has such – she's so open on the podcast. She's open about, you know, having heartbreak and picking herself back up after – you know, broken relationship and hustling and just moving forward in your career and not coming from, you know, famous parents and having to work hard for what she has. And she's also honest about getting sober and she's honest about, you know, her daily routine and just keeping it real. I, I, there's a reason why we're calling it keeping it real with crystal guys, because she's phenomenal. You're going to love her. So enjoy. All right, Meatballs. I have a very, very exciting guest for you this week. I love her work. She is probably the most talented person i've ever met actually <laughs> um for those of you that are not familiar with my guest she is an american broadway theater and television actress she's best known for her portrayal of diana ross in the broadway musical motown like i could just stop there with her credits but i'm gonna keep going uh she's a singer a dancer an actor a writer a podcaster if you're not listening to her podcast how we do this with Kristen mcginnis is that right oh i did it okay uh you should be after you listen to this of course um but she's been on broadway in rent hair leap of faith big fish little shop of horrors high school musical she has a new netflix show coming out it's called shira and the princess power that's awesome uh and right now you're doing sweet charity at a theater uh ucla yes it's so cool she's divine and i think she's gonna play beyonce and like (laughs) beyonce's life story the musical i'm just putting that out there into the universe Let's just put that out there. Let's just put it out there. Uh, Welcome to What's Your Jersey, Crystal Joy Brown. Thank you
1: so much for having me. This is extremely exciting. I feel so honored to be here. Oh, I love it. Yeah. In my apartment, I know. In your your apartment, it (laughs) smells so good. As soon as I walked in, I said, it smells so good. And she goes, oh, that's a new plug-in. So keeping it 100% real. Yes. Which is lovely. And it smells really good. I wish that you had like smell-o-vision. I know. I wish you guys could smell, smell this. <laughs> like, it, there's candles. It's very romantic. Oh. I think she's trying to date me, but whatever. I am. I, I've <laughs> been trying to date her from L. A.
0: for the past five years. Um, I want to let the meatballs know. I call my listeners meatballs just in case. Hey, meatballs, yes. Um, I normally have meatballs for my guests, but Crystal is
1: vegan. Yeah, and she has vegan cheese for me. <laughs> I like, got her. So nice that you have that for me. It's okay. You probably won't eat it, but it's fine. No, I'm. But I might take some with me. Because- I think you should just take the whole thing. With you Because I'm That's the kind of person That I am Yes I like, should have brought My own piece of foil Which is a very Southern black person thing to do <laughs> bring my own to-go containers
0: we're not monsters here i have foil for you i appreciate you it's all good um i appreciate you being here crystal is doing a run with laura bell bundy yes i love her yes
1: so much she's starring in sweet charity yeah and you're playing what is I'm your role helene and she's like the she's the best one of the best friends there's like two best friends of charity we if you don't know the story it's um It's basically the the classic story of a hooker with a heart of gold. And so it's these, quote, unquote, dance hall hostesses that work in the Fandango ballroom and meet men and dance with them. And maybe there's some extracurricular activities. And um, but charity is just in love with love. You know, so she always is falling in love with her guys. And my character is just extremely dry, sassy, funny. Um, and basically, the person that I want to be in real life. Isn't that a, a <laughs> lot of times we play the people that were like, God damn it, I wish I could say that in real life. Yeah, she's just like super dry and fun. And, and, um, <laughs> And it's a, it's a Neil Simon script. Neil mm-hmm. Simon is hilarious. And so it's just fast paced. It's high energy and it's really, really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, of course, like people will be kind of frustrated about like a prostitution story in the time of me too and all this stuff, but it's, it's really like, it's just a kind of a love story. I mean, I still you know, watch like, pretty woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's a, it's a self love story. Exactly. Really. And, and the original movie was Shirley MacLaine. Uh, Well, yeah, but it's actually based on the Fellini film. And I'm going to say it wrong. Um, Nights of Calabria. Calabria? Yes. There you go. It's based on that. Thank you. Calabria. (laughs) Yeah. Italian Fellini film. There you go. Um, And it's actually, I had seen that movie before I had ever seen the musical. And I was obsessed with that movie. I just thought it was so great and sad and touching and hopeful. And then then the Shirley MacLaine film that came out, Mm -hmm. which also features like Sammy Davis Jr um Rita isn't Rita What's her name? Cheetah. Cheetah. Cheetah Cheetah Rivera. Rivera. Yeah, Cheetah Rivera is in it. Um, And it's just like so stylized and cool and edgy and smart and sophisticated. So when they turned into a musical, it has a lightness to it. Okay, what's Um, your favorite number? Oh, I mean, I have two. I have two that I really, really love. The ones that I get to do or the ones that I'm off to the side watching. I mean, both. Let us know. Well, the ones that I love, I mean, there's got to be something better than this is just so fun. And it's just classic musical theater. And it's three women dreaming and like determined to do something else with their lives other than be hookers. <laughs> and like their dreams are, it's funny because their dreams are like, I'm going to be a hat check girl or I'm going to be a receptionist. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and not that's very... still a massive step up for them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Oof. As, Oof. as massive as that is. Can I curse on here? you? You could do whatever oh, okay. the fuck you want, Crystal. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I feel so free now. Um, so... Yeah, that's one Because we also Kathleen Marshall Is a three-time Tony-winning director She's Mm -hmm. been nominated For nine Tonys um, And she is the Director-choreographer For this show Mm -hmm. So So are you guys Doing Bob Fosse choreography Or are you doing A totally different Take on it? totally different Totally different But you know, you can't do this show without having a nod to Fosse. You just can't. You know, the hats and the fingers and the and the various kind of, like, poses and the way that you move. Fosse is just in. So there's in an it. essence. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. so I won't be disappointed if I get to go see it. No, okay. no. I think that you'll be. And actually, people don't know this, but we only had eight days of rehearsal and two days of tech. That's so crazy. So, like, we got the script and then we had to learn it and the music and everything lightning fast. And then... Yeah, and then we have an audience, and you're just like, well, I hope this turns out well. And we actually have sets and costumes and costume changes, and I don't know how. Sometimes I'm just like, how the hell does it ever come together? It always works out, though. Somehow, <laughs> some way. I never understand it, but I'm, I'm highly impressed by everybody, and especially because Laura Bell's father passed away, like, the Monday before we opened. Oof. And so Sorry she's to hear that. dealing with that. I know, I know. She's so strong, but she's just like, she's been there. We only missed one show. We canceled one show, but she's been there. And I, I mean, I, it's amazing.
0: That reminds me of, who is the actress? She was doing Grease. She was playing Rizzo in... Oh, um- um, um
1: oh, oh high, school high school musical, musical. I don't I know why I can't th- um, m- not Amanda wow. wow I bet all of I you can't. are just sitting there like screaming at us right now <laughs> Don't you know anyway, it's Vanessa Vanessa Hudgens yeah, there yes. we go
0: Her yeah. father had passed away like I think either the day before right. Yeah And that was a live taping But she said it was like therapeutic for her And she knew her dad would want
1: her to keep going Yeah, sometimes it's better to be busy in a way Oh, uh, for sure And and to like put some of your energy Especially if it's something creative Where you have a creative outlet And you're surrounded by people that care about you You know, and people that want you to do well Mm. And you're just kind of like in that My mom's fiance passed away the day before I stepped on stage as Diana Ross So it was, and he was like a father figure to me So it was just like Oh my So I just understood so much Of what she was going through uh-huh. And it's always hard To compartmentalize But at the same time Everything becomes about them And everything becomes about There's a deepening Of your work And your performance When you can just be like I'm that raw And already like that emotional mm-hmm. um, You probably gave your best Performance that night I mean it was the first one I don't I hope it was the best I, I, I don't know But I definitely gave An honest you you just have to be really present because when you start daydreaming off or going to that place, you're like You can't. You then can't. it's it's you know, a train wreck. Yeah, so it's you like can't. I have to be exactly where I am right now, um, so that I can just get through this thing. And and sometimes it's just a really welcomed distraction.
0: It really is. Putting and on twenty
1: thousand dollar gowns
0: is <laughs> not so bad.
1: <laughs> we well, are gonna it makes get everything to, a little
0: bit better. A little bit better. <laughs> and I feel like also like your early training just with dance and singing. That's what like prepares you to be so professional and so
1: focused. So you're able to like shift the switch and like only focus in on that. It's kind of weird, especially with musical theater, because, you know, a film and TV, you have an isolated amount of time, but you also have, you can do takes over and over again and Mm -hmm. you can get it right. And with theater, it's like, you're pretty much naked on stage. You're just like, whatever is happening, you have to figure out a way to be where, be present, be where you are at that moment. Do you
0: have anyone that like you pray to before you go out? Or anyone you think about, um, I pray to
1: God. Honestly. <laughs> You're
0: like God. Yeah, that's God, a good option, Jacqueline.
1: I mean, <laughs> no, but it's like, uh, I mean, I I'm very like open spiritually. I'm non-denominational. I'm I would consider myself, I guess, a Unitarian. But I'm just more so like nobody has it right. No religion has figured it out. Yeah. But I enjoy like studying theology, and I do believe that there's like a divine presence. And so I find a corner in the theater, and I just like. Say prayers over and over, and mainly like, don't fuck it up, don't fuck. Like, (laughs) God, please give me the strength to not fuck this up and embarrass myself. And also, you know, like, just I feel like with the arts, I feel like with most things, you know, we are conduits of like God's will, right? So, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, so I'm just kind of like, I'm the vessel, and you know spirit moves through me Mm -hmm. and moves through us as we're doing these things you know like like even this podcast is like a calling of some sort because you felt the presence of like connecting in a different way and telling stories and connecting with people and probably giving hope and strength and all that and it's it's that and so I want to tap into that before I walk on stage or do anything really Mm -hmm. because it's just it makes me feel like I'm connected to people and I'm connected to spirit and no matter what happens then I won't like hopefully beat myself up too bad about it
0: well that's the best part that's why I'd up performing yeah. and it's, it's connecting with other people and making other people happy. Yeah. But it is scary when you walk it on that stage, you just have to trust
1: that all the work has been done. Yeah. And that everything's going to go well. You really do. Especially when you have like very limited rehearsal. Whew, how did you do that, girl? How did your brain retain all that info? Were you I in know. New York when you got cast or how did wow. that work? I, well, it's so funny because... I actually gave one of my worst auditions ever for this. Awesome, <laughs> but I had just I I had done a show with Kathleen, um, so long ago, mm-hmm. two thousand nine, and um, and then I ended up. Doing this like reading Of a new Ken Ludwig play A comedy called Gods of Comedy And I flew Um, to Jersey At McCarter Theater Yes
0: Uh, I grew up in Princeton Oh I used to go to the Nutcracker At that theater Every single year Yeah well (laughs) I saw that and I was like, "Oh my
1: god!" Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. And it was my first time ever stepping on uh, foot of an Ivy League. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's it's probably cool. as close as I'll ever get. Um, uh, you've been on Broadway stages. Calm I down. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Like, it's so funny how things like perceptions change, though. Yeah, um, we can get into that later. But, um, yeah. but it's just like. I just did this little workshop. It was just a two-day workshop of this play, and um, and it was really great, And but I hadn't seen her in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so then this audition popped up, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to audition for it. And I sent her an email, and I was just like, hey, I'm going to audition for this, if that, you know, whatever. And she's like, great, love to see you. So what had happened was I couldn't go to the initial call, and I was like, can I just go to the callback? But it was like, hello can I just go to the freaking callback yeah. but so I just emailed her to just go straight to the callback and that was nice that she allowed me to do that and then I got to the callback and I didn't know the song it was 9 o'clock in the morning I had no voice I was so tired I was like this was terrible and then I was auditioning I don't want to put anyone on blast but I was auditioning with a girl who was so so good Okay. I won't say her name. She's great. Lots of Broadway credits. And I was like, and literally when I walked out, I was like, you guys have so much fun during this show. Like, <laughs> you guys have a blast. I will come see it and support you. You're like, uh, congrats. Yeah, I really Because congr- <laughs> it was only three of us. And for two months. So I was like, I'm the one that definitely was musical theater roadkill. You know um, I highly doubt that But it was also like I hadn't done a show In a long time I hadn't done like A musical in a long time Yeah you've been doing A lot of like TV And film stuff Yeah Yeah that And writing a lot And just kind of like Reshuffling Like what I was saying Like my priorities And kind of Changing careers in a weird way. Oh, um, not out of acting and singing, but kind of to be more of a creator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A little boss bitch. Um, yeah. <laughs> Being a boss is like the, the goal. I like that. Yeah. I think you can do it all. I
0: think so, too. I, I wanted to call you a triple threat, but you're more than that. Oh, I like that.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm more than a, a triple threat. Yeah. I'm trying to do all the things. And like I, you know, full disclosure, like I had a relationship in 2014 that I thought was it. Okay. Like, I was like, this is the dude. We're getting married. This is it. Like, and then I was blindsided with a broken heart. Like, he had, like, moved all of his stuff out, like, while I was at, at the show. Didn't even know. So in the morning, like, I opened the cabinet. His toothbrush is gone, girl. Like, everything's what? gone. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, okay. Hmm. And and then I was and a lot of it was like, I don't like your lifestyle and blah, blah, blah. Like, how are- you can't go anywhere. It's You're really tactic for a year. And I had gone from Broadway show to Broadway show to Broadway show, which is such a blessing. You Absolutely. think he would like think that was the coolest thing in the world. Oh yeah. No. I bought him a really nice watch and he did not appreciate it. But some no, men but... can't handle a woman's success. And you no. definitely have to find men that can. Um I, I was listening to one of your podcasts. Yeah. I think with
0: the psychic Oh yeah It was great But she was saying that I think it was that one That households where the man and the woman Kind of make equal pay And do like equal everything
1: Have better relationships Yeah actually that was our habit it all um,
0: Oh okay So that yeah, was the one, one before
1: so. With Laura Yes And Karen Yeah and we did some research Because we always like Do a little research element In our Yeah um, In our interview Before our interviews um, Yeah and they were talking about how You know the more equal you are The most likely you are to stay together mm-hmm. But It's hard And most guys I think want to feel like They're really evolved But when they're like I've had a guy say Like I don't want to be Mr. Brown Like Really? (laughs) Yeah I've literally had guys say that And I'm just like Wow for real? I'm like I don't I mean I, I believe in partnership yeah. And so it's like I don't care If you know if, if I'm having an upswing This is the arts and There's going to be times where I'm making a buttload of money But there might be years that I'm making no money mm-hmm. You know and so like Having someone that understands that Like understands like that things could be Really great or be really kind of tragic Yeah <laughs> um, And then like and can kind of flow with that um, Is very important But But then I realized also Like my whole life and my whole everything about me had been career-oriented. It had been all about career, achievement, success, and proving the child me that I could achieve these dreams. That was, like, the number one thing in my life. Of course, like, partying and drinking and having a blast was also number two, but, like... I mean, it goes hard, with the lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. You need, like, an outlet or a release. Yeah, but I had I wasn't doing very much, like, who am I digging? Like, I wasn't doing much, like, who, what do I really feel and what do I think about the world where you you just like go 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 like not checking in not yeah exactly kind of kind of I think what most people do um especially like right after college and you're like I just have to get to somewhere so that I can be somewhere so I can get to the next place you know and it's not you weren't enjoying the ride not at all (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so never did this breakup make you realize all of this yeah okay actually and like and And I think that both of us, I mean, in the long run, like, I mean, I did conscious uncoupling. I was just a disaster person, but no one would have known it at all. It was like very quiet suffering in the bathtub after my show. Oh, God. So for all those people out there that have had that heartbreak where you're like, I don't understand how I'm functioning because my heart's been ripped out of my chest. Mm. I feel you. It's real. Do they, you know, they say like after all of my like research with breakups and heartbreak, like they say that a, a breakup can actually be more painful than a death. Oh, yeah. Like, that's serious. Um, Because, like, for me, in my mind, it's like, that person is still walking the fucking earth. That's the worst part. They just chose to not walk it with you. Yeah. That's so fucked. (laughs) It's so fucked. So what did you do to kind of, like, move past that? I mean... So I, I, you know, I did what I always do, which is I leaned into work and i focused on work and, you know, of course, like my friends and stuff, but I was just in the beginning of this year long contract. So I, there was Was this when you got uh, Motown. Yeah. It was like three weeks after I had just started. And you have to remember that my mom's fiance had just died. So she's like grieving and I'm having to go down to Virginia, which is where I'm from, which I think we'll We'll get about, about. um, we'll get into that. Yeah. So. So I had to go down to Virginia And like kind of Try to take care of her As best as I possibly could While leading the show While not telling Like really letting anybody know Mm. Anything that's going on with me Because When you have the responsibility Of being a lead in a show And you're coming in Um When times have been really in flux, and there's a lot of people looking at you like, are you gonna be able to do this job? Are you gonna be able to lead this? Are you this? And who are you? You know, there's a little, there's love, but there's also a slight undercurrent of judgment. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you have to present perfect. Uh And that has been my thing for. Ever, you know, present perfect. Present like everything is just, you know, exactly what you need, and I can get the job done, and I can be the the person that the the embodiment of the thing that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but what that does is it stops you from actually like digging and figuring out who you actually are, mm-hmm. and. Um, and it, it might get you, get you to where you want to go, like, dreams-wise. But then I think you have, like, a quarter-life crisis or a midlife crisis. like, so when like, was your breakdown? Yeah. When <laughs> was my, which one? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> when was the first one? Um, let's see, the first... No, I... Uh, I think it's funny that you were playing Diana Ross, too,
1: while all of this was happening. Yeah. Because she portrays that, like, perfect. Yeah. But what I thought was also even more, like, right about the reason that I was given this opportunity to do this role mm. is that I watched all of her um videos her um her interviews and she said something that like stuck with me like got to the center of my being and I was like I get her so well now mm-hmm. and it's like you know success is nothing without Someone to share it with mm-hmm. And I was in that place Of like really understanding that And, and understanding like Her relationships And her relationship With Barry Gordy and, and kind of these Amazing love affairs And like her Desire so much To be a mom And she's a great mom Yeah um, and, and I'm like I get it And I get how Being a strong Powerful woman Can really scare people Especially when you have Melanin in your skin Then -hmm. it's like People have decided All kinds of things about you Like Mm -hmm. oh you're gonna be a diva You're gonna be a bitch You're gonna be tough You're gonna be this That and the other And um I was so pleasantly surprised When I met you Because I had seen like Videos and
0: footage and stuff And I was like Oh she's gonna be a cunt Right Like she's so talented
1: I don't understand You're so powerful
0: And like you're such a sweetheart So I get that Thank you
1: Yes No I think (laughs) Yeah It's kind of a compliment No No but I really do think That like I have this perception like I I think that people Think that like I'm Because I have been Very work oriented And all yeah. that stuff That I think that people Think that I'm gonna be Like like tough Or like Kind of like A diva And I am And every single time I walk into a place And then people are like Oh my god You were exactly the opposite Of what I thought You were going to be <laughs> You have I a like, lightness About you though yeah, I'm It's like, so why nice Why does everyone Actually think I'm gonna Be a fucking <laughs> What is it About my photos Or what You're like, so like, beautiful And so good at everything No that is not true But <laughs> think though you. It's also like Bare Minerals Pro. It's um oh it, tell uh, us your secrets tell us oh everything oh gosh well I this is a new thing I just got the bare mineral Bare Minerals Pro okay and I love it because I was looking for something for the stage that wasn't heavy yeah um and cakey clogged yeah. Horror yeah. stuff. None of that. We it's don't very that. easy to just, like, ugh, get that gunky stuff. And, like, honestly, I feel like I'm going through a second puberty right now. Is your skin just freaking out? Oh, my God. Everything's changing. Everything <laughs> is changing. Like, Summer everything is solstice. Oh, it's just interesting to watch your body, like, evolve, especially as women, because we can... I think, I mean, you can tell me, like, do you feel... A clock, like I feel like women yes. feel time. I just had Mendo- a big
0: birthday, and it was. Whew, I'm already like, really, everything changed that fast.
1: Yeah, no, how was scary. that hangover? Oof. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, I was good. I've I've been that's celebrating good. for the month of June though. Well, like yeah, it's a birthday month. I've turned into like the most basic girl you could meet. It's well, awful. That's good. But people just keep asking me to do
1: stuff, so I'm doing it as they should. Yeah, and you should. I think you really should celebrate like as much as you possibly can. I believe in celebrating everything anyway. I like that. But I, you know, it is my birthday month that is when's your birthday December oh okay what day the 22nd
0: oh I thought you were gonna say the 23rd that's my parents anniversary oh Um, close I love that though 22 is my lucky number oh you're special I see your birthday number everywhere
1: oh it's my angel number for some reason oh that's awesome yeah I always see 22 (laughs) yeah I don't know it's a blessing and a curse yeah yeah. You know. Yeah. But my well, whole name is Crystal Noel Joy Ginger Brown and I don't think my name gets any more Christmassy than that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I just want to celebrate things
0: when I hear your name. Yeah, you want to eat like a
1: like a gingerbread. Like a gingerbread man. Bread, dude. Like, is that wow. what they're called?
0: Yeah. Gingerbread man. Gingerbread yeah. man. Yeah. You should celebrate your half birthday,
1: June 22nd, which I think is was like oh. yesterday. Did I celebrate probably probably in some way you yes i mean you're probably on i'm dating so you are i am even though my the tarot card reader was like don't date get off all the apps don't and i I didn't even tell her i was like on anything and so i deleted everything but raya
0: i mean that's fine (laughs) raya like i trust raya i trust in it i feel like it's a safe space how okay do you have any dating advice for the meatballs for someone who's really busy
1: and like you're trying to juggle doing shows and have fun you know Ooh, do I like things that. like actually like w- like whatever city you're in i think I, I like for me dating should just be fun and like we should go to museums and we should you know explore things and see how they act in in the real world mm-hmm. um I, I, and not just like dinner and drinks and you know my place or your place but like maybe try to evolve it a little bit where you're like what would we be like Culturally Like in the world But also This is my first time Dating sober So Ooh Yeah What's that like? Yeah Let's Okay Let me like talk about I don't drink alcohol anymore Mm -hmm. And it's not because Like I had a DUI Or you know I woke up like In a In the drunk tank Or anything But But I realized that alcohol was just making me super depressed. So I was like, it's a depressant. Yeah. I mean, tequila. Yes. As an upper, but still it's and a, a depressant tequila has always been my drug of choice. Oh yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> that 42, any that Don Julio, I know, that
0: Don Julio 42. Is so good. I mean, but yeah. it, it is what it is.
1: Yeah. But I was realizing, I was like, man, I've been drinking like since I was 12 years old. Like I, what would an emotion be like without alcohol? Right. I mean, I, I think most of us in America, especially we just are so, we celebrate with alcohol. We commiserate with alcohol. Alcohol. And it was just like, what would it be like? And then it became kind of a, it was like an experiment that turned into a lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I, and I really like it. Um, and so dating sober, like when I, I got sober, when I was in my last relationship and the guy I was dating didn't really drink, he, his first drink, he was 30 years old and he's like thirty seven, thirty eight 38 now. Okay. So, um, so I was like, whoa. And he barely, barely ever drank. So I was like, okay, interesting. And then when I stopped, I was kind of like, oh, but what i love is that i'm i'm clear i'm present mm-hmm. you know and i'm still fun and i think when i tell guys like oh i i don't drink they're like uh are you fun like literally that is the comment like are you still fun and i'm like oh i'm the most fun you'll ever have and what's even scarier is that i'm making these choices exactly you're (laughs) like i'm in touch with every feeling and emotion and thought i have feeling it like even deeper and we had someone on our podcast called uh, the podcast episode was called um how do we have good sex and it was all about mindful sex and Mm -hmm. you know being present and she happened to actually be sober as well so we talked a lot about like sober sex Sex and like going from non-sober sex to sober sex I think it's the best kind Yeah You
0: feel everything so much more I didn't so know this <laughs> You didn't know this <laughs> How long ago did you go sober? I'm sorry I know you um, said it Two years almost Two years So yeah. did you find it hard Or was it that
1: you were doing it in like baby steps And just kept going with it That no, made it I just, easy? I woke up one day and I was like I think that was my last drink Okay And then I just haven't ever since That's good Yeah So what do you do now? So now I mean Okay, I didn't I didn't smoke weed or anything for a long time and I just I like to be really present. I like to be where I am and I don't like to feel out of control. I hate um, that. I like to feel free, but I don't like to feel out of control. Okay. You know, that's never been me. That's never been like my drinking experience either. But I just for me it wasn't hard to stop drinking, but um my aunt had cancer last mm-hmm. year and I started re- doing a lot of research on like m- medical marijuana and um, and she had decided that she didn't want to do chemo this time. She had breast cancer 15 years ago mm-hmm. and she um, she had decided she was like, I'm not doing anything Western. I'm only going to like do weed and we're going to uh, figure this out differently. Um, by the time that like I had seen her, which was oddly enough at my grandfather's funeral. Sorry, this is so depressing, everybody. <laughs> it's, There's just been a lot of death. I'm just keeping it really real. I uh,
0: really appreciate that, and I think <laughs> a lot of mind. the meatballs can relate to it. Okay. So thank you. Please Good. keep going.
1: Good, you're great. Well, you know my, you know when we have families now that are all spread out. You know, you're oh, here, yeah. your family's in Jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really know how anyone's doing until like a holiday or a death, right? When you see somebody. Yeah. Um. So when I saw my aunt and I realized like she had lost so much weight and she was like. You know, lost inches. You know, she she was five nine, like one hundred and sixty five pounds, like just like pure muscle, Iron mm-hmm. Man. She had done the Iron Man three times. Oh my god! Yeah, like Bionic Woman, yeah. right? And she, she probably took care of herself really well too, amazingly well. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's like you know Oxford educated, like so amazing, like this amazing strong black woman. And then, um, and I saw her, and she was you know on crutches and like frail, and she had just gotten the diagnosis that she had uh, bone cancer. Mm-hmm maybe three days before my grandfather went into the hospital. So, like, April 7th, and then he went in April 10th. Um, And so then he i saw her at the end of april and i was like oh my gosh like what are we gonna do so we started i have a lot of friends in the holistic health world in la i mean this is the great thing about la is that there is just so much alternative there really is yeah
0: this is where you come if you want to experiment
1: with that instead
0: of going the regular medical
1: route yeah it really is and i and i have a lot of friends that are really pushing that and really exploring it and um, my friend had just made a a documentary called Heal and um, it talked a lot about curing various diseases mm-hmm. with alternative types of medicine and we had just been kind of doing our own due diligence um, for for that and I started for a lot of her pain which she was in a lot of pain we We um, took weed and made this, like, the THC. We made it all because also in Florida and Virginia, like, it's totally not legal, (laughs) which is unfortunate. It needs to change immediately. Um, Yeah. But, like, so we, we kind of made a regimen that was and vitamin C infusions and Mm -hmm. all these different things that were were working pretty well but you know cancer is uh, its own monster yeah and uh, her diet had to change and so in solidarity I went vegan with her and then you know when I'd go and visit her and like to take care of her um, you know I would smoke weed with her because it's like you know if you can't beat them join them yeah if you can't (laughs) beat them fucking join them and and it was like we had a great time and 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 I knew how the weed was helping her Mm -hmm. emotionally spiritually, and then helping with her body aches and helping with so many things that I was like, if it's of earth, I'm not opposed to it okay so for me though like i just have to be really careful with like i don't know like i feel like indica no way no sativa that's, that's like an upper it makes you happier yeah is the sativa is like the upper okay yeah indica is the indica couch like you're just like comatose and
0: just, oh i like that indica couch yeah. that's a good way to
1: that's remember important. it yeah because exactly. i always forget Yeah. <laughs> someone told me that and then i'm like okay now i get it and i get it um <laughs> and so for me i'm like i can't do that but and then i I've really gotten into a lot of my friends have really gotten into CBD Um, and it's helped me so much for so many things. I mean, CBD is great for anxiety for you know, some, some mild depression type of things. Mm. Um, And I know I have a couple, a girlfriend who told me about her hormonal depression Mm. that I was like, what is that? And and I've never been a person who had like suffered from like PMS or any of that stuff. Like I was always like looking at girls like, Oh, it's so sad that you get cramps. Like that must suck. (laughs) Like you turn it into an emotional bitch like during your like right before your period whoa yeah that's so unfortunate for you like I was that kind like just didn't just I was like I don't get it but I get it and I feel sorry for you but then all of a sudden because things change <laughs> I was getting like just like really upset right before my periods and mm. then my girlfriend was like um, you should try the CBD because so. So, I've just like, I go so to Creation. What
0: form do you get it in?
1: Yeah, well, Creation has a whole bunch of stuff. Um, it has like, they have like CBD tonics and waters and like alkaline waters with algae. <laughs>
0: like, is it bullshit but or do you
1: really feel like oh, a difference? I really feel the difference. I walked into a dispensary last month because I forgot, I keep forgetting that I have this thing, you know, like I keep forgetting that this mm-hmm. is like my life. Um, so, it'll sneak up on me where I'm like, oh you're so don't you just hate yourself you know do you have a name for your alter ego I need to have one you should think of one I need to have one but it's fucking mean it's the worst it can be so mean yeah Um, and so I will I'll hear that little voice and I'll like literally get in my car and run to creation and be like I need that tonic the CBD tonic now and I'm like and then I'll like buy $100, $200 $100, $200 worth of stuff and then I'll be like, you don't understand. You probably just saved my life. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel it. a difference. What about, I wanted to ask you about yeah. dance injuries or like oh, yeah.
0: having to like, you know, be really hard on your body because I'm going through that right now where I'm teaching more and more yeah. and having to like, it's it's high impact cardio dance everything and I'm starting
1: to be achy and whatnot. Do you use like the CBD? Ooh, there's, I mean, there's bath salts. <gasps> I've had someone else talk about those on here. The bath salts are amazing. I have... I think I probably have, like... um, I always am carrying around. I fly a lot, like, every month. Yeah. So... Um, I, I just take a little bit of this CBD oil and put it on my neck and my back and like, and I, I end up feeling so much better. Okay. So, yeah, I, I really do believe that that's a really good alternative. I love alternative. this. Yeah. And it's not, you're not getting high mm-hmm. at all. Like you're just getting like the the kind of the medic- only the medicinal properties of it. And I'm just like, I'm into that because I can't, I can't function high. I've never been able to like, I know people that can like go on Broadway, like smoke a blog and go and sing something and I won't call anybody out, but there are many of people and I'm just like, wow, I could never do that. I did. I did rent high once. (laughs) And I think I lost hearing in that show. Like I, Oh, my God. As Mimi, you were high. Oh, everyone (laughs) got high. And I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. You know, I'm 19. You know, I was like really thinking I could do it. And I got every time I walked off stage, I was like, was that okay? Did I just, is that, can people hear, can you guys hear anything? Like, I'm not, I can't hear anything. Was I in key? Like, I mean, I was so paranoid. I was like, I cannot wait for this to be over. I cannot wait for this feeling to be done. It's the worst. Yeah, I, I did. Stand up once, and
0: I I wasn't like blackout drunk or anything, but like I had I think it was like a Memorial Day weekend, and I forgot I had like a late night set at the store, and I went, and the whole time I was so in my head, and I was like, Jacqueline, Jacqueline, you sound dumb, Jacqueline, like you're oh not making any sense, you're not hitting your punchlines, and I was so in my head, I was like,
1: never again. Yeah. it was awful. No, but, but I, you learn. Yeah, you do learn. <laughs> you and learn. You got to do it. Like I, I've had this thing where I was like, I'm gonna do everything, I'm gonna try everything, I want to live life as full as possible because mm-hmm. I can. Kind of I can get like take something from all of those experiences and I can grow from them so I've just said yes a lot to a lot of things say and yes <laughs> yeah good and but like um you know do it once or twice and then like then maybe don't ever do it again. I say Whatever try anything twice, and if you really don't like it the second time, it's, yeah. like, not for you. Yeah, because the first time, you never really know. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Maybe, like, we're not saying heroin. No, no, don't yeah. do heroin.
0: <laughs> don't, don't. But, like, an Aperol spritz. I didn't like it at first. Right. And now I'm a big fan time. of it. I'm like, oh, it's an acquired taste. It does. Yes. Things, some <laughs> things acquire a taste. I, um... I want to know how you acquired this fabulous career. So, oh, we are going to okay. get into your Jersey, girl. Okay. All right. Can you tell the meatballs where you grew
1: up? Okay. I'm from Alexandria, Virginia. Whoop, whoop, Nova. Yeah. I dated someone from Alexandria. Really? Yeah. Did you ever go there? Uh, no, I did not go there. Okay. It didn't I'm sorry. get that far. No,
0: did not. No, <laughs> no. It stayed very like Hollywood. Where they West nice? Hollywood. Yeah. Great,
1: great guy. Very creative and awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like people from that area are really. Um, Really good I really like I really like where I'm from I also grew up in like A utopian In my brain And how I remember it As far as like Diversity Okay um, There was just I grew up around everything And I thought that that's how The entire United States was Mm. I was like I also grew up outside Like 10 minutes outside of D.C. Where there's a lot of museums And so I was constantly You were so cultured I feel like Yeah I I love that area Regardless of the fact that like I was definitely in a Low income Situation, uh-huh. But my mother and my family would never have allowed us to really know it. I still got to go to dance classes. And I had, like, a community that really supported me regardless of if I could pay for the classes or not. If I could get the, the gold unitard for gymnastics or not. Like, somebody, yeah. my friends' families were um, constantly helping out. And it just felt idyllic in that way like mm. you know of course like there's lots of fucked up childhood stuff that we could go into but we can't no we can't go into
0: I mean <laughs> but like girl I got
1: time you're the <laughs> one that has to go do a show so <laughs> yeah but I mean there's tons of that stuff but I did feel like I, I grew up in a place of possibility and opportunity, and Fairfax County schools are incredible, mm-hmm. and I feel like school systems and school is everything. If you have a school program, if you have a public school system that works, you can defy any odds. You can defy any kind of uh, stereotypical upbringing mm-hmm. uh um, out there, and so that's why you know you got to get out and vote. Make sure that you're voting smart. I vote smart, and and vote for people that want to, that care about children. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like I was around people that cared about children, and that helped me to go beyond whatever was happening in or outside of my household. Um, to just constantly be dazzled by cultural things dazzled by like oh is that is that an actual possibility you know i really felt blessed that i never was told no mm. you know I, I no one was ever like no you can't now i will say there's been some family members that have said you know that's not a real job or whatever you know what are they doing now oh they're retired and oh, traveling the world oh <laughs>
0: Good riddance. You know, it reminds me, listening to you talk about it, of Britney Spears. We're a big fan of Britney Spears on this podcast. hey, girl, hey. Yeah. Um, She, her family couldn't afford dance classes and stuff when she was little, but people saw talent in her. And I think, I'm guessing in your case, everyone was like, oh, this girl is actually like really legit and really good, that they just wanted to see you like keep going with it.
1: I definitely think there was a lot of support, Mm -hmm. but I also, I i had an undeniable confidence as a child i my mom said that i was in roller skates before i was even walking and i was just that kind of kid that was just like i just got to get out there i got to play and and there was a lot of grief and sadness because my father was killed when i was five okay so there was a lot of trauma there I'm Sorry. and yeah he wasn't he was a police officer it's a whole saga yeah um so there was a lot of that so and a lot of my mom dealing with that and being very alone as a young woman like I can't imagine like and they were they were just so crazy in love Mm -hmm. so I can't even imagine what that would be like um, losing your lover like that and then of course like then she loses another one just like oh that woman is tough as nails do you have any brothers or sisters? yeah I have a biological sister but we're also kind of half we have different fathers and I have a a Brother, who we have the same father, different mother. And then I think I have like six other brothers and sisters. I don't know. Oh my God, I love this. Papa was <laughs> a Rolling Stone. That's all I got to say, and I definitely have inherited some of that. From
0: it. Yeah, look at you. Oh I
1: mean, I get it. I I'm get blinded by experience. her um,
0: teeth right now, guys. Oh. She has the whitest, brightest smile. It's oh my insane. Gosh. No, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I digress. Oh, thanks. Are Are you... I knew she was trying to date me. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. This is all just a ploy. That's it. Like I'm just trying to get to know you, I'm like, and we're doing it No, exactly.
0: you're just. I'm. You're awesome.
1: Yeah, um, so Virginia. And then I went to high school. The last two years of my high school, I went to, in L.A., actually, in Glendale. Oh, and- wait, I didn't know this about you. Yeah. What? Yeah. it was really bizarre, um, and I found out that the world was not as diverse and not you as open. You were like, oh, there's- yeah. what's a Persian? The first time, <laughs> honestly, but yeah. the first time I um I've ever was called the N-word was here, in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah, by Armenians, and that was like so shocking to me. Uh, but they were like, listen to rap, you know, love <laughs> black culture, but... So, I'm, did they think it was like okay? And that's why. Oh, no, it wasn't like, oh, it wasn't, it was a hard R.
0: It was a hard R. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Wait, yeah. I feel like you were talking about Beyonce's Lemonade. Was it the new album? Oh, and um, you were talking, you had like a
1: favorite part where. The newest one? I think oh, so. Yeah, her newest album. Um, I mean, there's a few that I really, really like, but, but the main overarching thing that I like about it's the Carters for I think this so. album. Um, yeah. And what I really like is that, and it came out at a time that we were talking about having it all, um, yeah. and being a woman, and 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 um, what I loved was her empowerment. Mm-hmm. and that making power women in power sexy mm. a lot of times women in power have been portrayed as hard mm-hmm. or tough or not and, like sexy is typically feminine a, yeah submissive mm-hmm. is the femitive, femitive feminine way to be um, so it, it, this is like a total like departure from that and a mm-hmm. reminder that like the more you have your shit together like the more grown you are like that's actually a great thing and that men should really support that and the fact that it is like a joint album with her husband and, and him and her then it's kind of like oh you know that's what you want a man who's going to support you not maybe not cheat on you i mean i don't know i don't really understand the relationship but like i'm getting for beyonce like i feel like a lot of it is just it's like a bill hillary thing yeah
0: i've always been for over a decade a huge jay-z fan i had a lot of guy friends from like brooklyn and new york and jersey that introduced me to him you know
1: in high school and when all that shit went down i was like god damn it yeah i do not really understand it and honestly i don't follow that much and but i you know part of me is like leave him we you know you don't need him you're beyonce Beyonce. but then on the other side it's like i also can understand she's like she has her three children she has her life like she may just they may have an arrangement i yeah exactly we don't know I don't, I don't know. know, and I don't care, and I'm. I mean, you'll to, like, figure it out when yeah. you're playing her in a right, show. Right, exactly. I'll like do more. <laughs> like I'll let you know all the research <laughs> that I do.
0: But I do like that she's given permission to women to be powerful and
1: sexy and to like just own it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I, that's like kind of been my new thing as well. Like mm-hmm. I think after the Me Too movement and I, that stirring up a lot of things. You were at and, the march, weren't you? Yeah, here. The women's. I've been to both of the LA women's marches. And, I was at the one this year. Yeah. I'm yeah. We didn't see each other. There was only like um, It was like, actually nice out this year. Yeah, it was really nice last out. <laughs> year it was like so gloomy and like it was like right after the inauguration. It was just so like oh. It was like, a lot. It was dark. It was dark, so daunting, you know? It's just like fuck, I'm tired. I'm tired of like showing up for everything and like, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's but it's also like it's so necessary at this point. Um so I was at that and I and I, so a lot of the last couple of years for me has been like embracing my womanhood and the mm. women in my life. Like I was when I grew up, I was a guys girl. Like I was with the the dudes. Like I was I never I was I would have never been like a sorority. I I always I'm I had more guy friends than girlfriends always. I would have converted you. I probably <laughs> you know, we didn't hang out and I wasn't I here know, long enough. You weren't. Um, it's okay. And it, but it was just hard. Like I couldn't identify with women. I really couldn't. Uh-huh. Like I just was like I didn't get them. Okay. And I think it was also like, you know, just built-in misogyny Mm. you know like i I, somehow some way i took on that like oh women are this way yeah and i'm not gonna deal with women because they're complicated and dramatic and men are not and i'm like oh and now in the last like i think maybe three four years i've really like i look at my phone now and i'm like i have more women texting me than men and I love Aww. it, you know, And because a woman, if a woman chooses to be your friend, you know, typically, mm-hmm. um, it's just because she wants to be around you. Yeah. Like she just wants to be your friend. It's just about you. It's not about anything else. It's not about your pussy. I mean, it might be, you never know. Nah, not with me, I promise. <laughs> but you know, it's more so about like who you are as a person and can we like support each other through our dreams. It's like, it's so much deeper mm-hmm. and I've also like had an, like a resurgence of watching Golden Girls every Single day, <laughs> they're like my
0: relationship goals. <laughs> um, oh my god! So my parents, this is so off topic. My parents sent me a video. So my grandfather Ben Marfuji was a professional wrestler. Oh, his like wrestling name was Jack Steele, uh, and he <laughs> kind of sounds like a porn name. I know I'm that's sorry. why it wasn't my um, stage name. Okay. I'm not Jacqueline Steele for a reason. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, and also like a writer of like uh, Danielle Steele. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Of- Oh god, I'm looking, guys. I just got a spray tan, and my hands are oh like—you um, are blacker. Th- yeah, mean. I really am right now. This is <laughs> sorry, it's happening. Anyway, my grandfather was on this like show called "To Tell the Truth," and. Um, he had to play He had to say He wasn't a wrestler But all these celebrities Had to guess Which one was the actual wrestler yeah. So Betty White Was on the panel And there's all this banter With him and Betty White Back
1: and forth Oh my god And
0: I was like How are we just Finding this out Like
1: it's so cool I'll post it But Please it was due. do Oh she's so She's real sexy Back in the day Yeah very sexy Beautiful Yeah and then also Like these women Are just so funny Yes And the writing is so good I mean I could really really cool in fact for my best <laughs> friend's wedding i sang the theme song shut
0: oh my god is there a place we can find that i need to hear i that.
1: really hope not uh, i was definitely like seven sangrias in i was like thank you for being I mean it was bad <laughs> It was bad I'm sure it was phenomenal And so, I was like crying Through the whole thing too So <laughs> Oh you were just Sangria <laughs> just wine I love it Yeah So but so, now I love women I love being a woman And uh Yeah You're I'm, a girl's I'm, girl now I'm totally a girl's girl You know who is I just met Alicia Silverstone This weekend Oh
0: my gosh And it was really cool Because A I felt like Cher Horowitz Was just talking to me Like yeah. she But she got a lot Like every woman in the room She was just like like all about. And I loved that. Like there yeah. was an, an essence about her, like a cool confidence. And I feel like you have that same thing where like, you're just like a girl's girl.
1: You're yeah, in it. But for so long, like I was not that way. I was like, I mean, I, and I, I don't, I think of it like just not pandering to men mm-hmm. because, but I just, I, I, I felt like I understood them where I only really read male writers. Okay. You know, like I was very like, you know, testosterone and I like that energy. term, testosterone <laughs> It's <laughs> yeah. so Jersey of you. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. And, and now I'm just like, man, like, I don't know what I would do without my girlfriends. Like, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. I do want to know, okay, yeah. your,
0: like, goals. Like, yeah. um, as a little girl, like, I wanted to be on Broadway. I want to know how you yeah.
1: went from Glendale to the fucking Great White Way. Yeah, okay. So, um, I got into the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, and honestly, I just didn't want... To go to, I didn't want to go to school. Like, I didn't want to do four years. I felt like yeah. experience was everything. And I had just done, before, well, right after I graduated, I had created this band in Glendale. And we got asked to go tour. So we toured Europe during the summer. And, um, and in fact, like, I didn't even apply the initial application to go, into, to, go to AMDA. I, I didn't even write it myself. My, my musical theater drama teacher did. In high school. At, in high school. And she submitted it and she's like, you have an audition and you're going to go like oh audition and she's like, get the rest. And I was like, I just want to go like be in Europe and travel and sing jazz. And, and she's like, no, you're going to get like a real training and you're going to go do this. So I ended up doing this tour in, in Europe, um, doing like the North Sea Jazz Festival, the Montreux Jazz Festival. And then I moved to New York with $325 in my pocket and uh, hope um, Yeah like I had nothing And like I, you know I don't really come from A family background of money Like mm-hmm. not even close Like my family's like Good luck baby like, <laughs> They're just like Very supportive But like we can't help you Yeah But like good luck um, And I did have like My grandfather was very He was helpful as be- Like as best as he can Financially but you know, I was a my first job was a go-go dancer. Yeah, at Jack Rabbit Slim's in the Lower East Side, right next to um, the Turkish bathhouse. Oh wow! Yeah, Jack Rabbit Slim. Wait, was that based off of the Pulp Fiction famous yeah, dance scene? It was based off of that. <laughs> And when you go, when you went in there, um, there was just a whole bunch of porn on the walls and two stripper poles. Oh, fun. It was was very coyote ugly. Um, I was very underage, like 17 years old, like bringing in all of my girlfriends and just basically being a hot mess and partying. And like, I wasn't like a stripper. Yeah. I wore my clothes, people. But I definitely was, that was my first job. And I was... I you know I'd get off work at like six o'clock in the morning and I had class at eight and so I would just walk into like I'd take my backpack and be like all right now I'm singing on the steps of the palace Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no it's so funny you say that we had Sarah Mitchell who's a professional dancer
0: she yeah. was on the podcast and she had the same thing when she she was a Nick City dancer but she had to, they weren't making enough money so yeah. she would have to go go dance at night and she told the story same thing she would get off work and like
1: go straight to rehearsal in the morning <laughs> right I mean you got to do what you got to do and and like I I at that time it was bef- like right before the recession so people were spending money like crazy oh yeah like i was making my broadway rate <laughs> in one night and <laughs> like, like one or two nights and like a, a weekend
0: Ugh, um i epically i moved to la during the recession so that was a
1: different story yeah no one was spending anything well i was i also dated like a president of um of morgan stanley for seven years oh Jesus. So during that yeah that also helped did you live with him yeah we lived together oh god yeah. that's great yeah it was it was great except it was like it was we. Our relationship uh, This is how I like to sum it up Our relationship was Don't ask don't tell Got it <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of those With the uh, Morgan Stanley Goldman Sachs yeah. Bear Stern I love I love him I will always love him I'm so happy for him And mm-hmm. his child And his wife And everything Like he, and I always thank him in my playbills because he was very, like, instrumental about pushing me forward. That's and great. Then, like, he would give me a lot of shit if I wasn't doing stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, Don't, didn't you say you wanted to record an album? Didn't you want to record a demo? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, aren't you writing a novel? And he just kind of, like, pushed, which was really nice, like, to have someone. Because I had always been, like, a self Starter, and so to have someone that was also like, you have got to do this because you've got to succeed. You know, it was also really nice. It's really nice to have someone in your corner yeah. that's on your team. Like my main squeeze now,
0: like is like, what have you done today? Are you doing this? And it's yeah. nice because I'm also like a self starter and all that. But it's nice to have someone else kind of checking in with you.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And no, I mean, that's I what I want that. again.
1: So, hey guys out there, <laughs> my Crystal. name's Crystal. <laughs> She's single. I'm a Sagittarius Capricorn. <laughs> I like to travel.
0: <laughs> I love it. Are you based in LA now or are you in New York? Um, I'm I'm based here in LA. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Oh, I have some guys I can introduce oh, you okay. to. Okay, hey, hey. But guys. for those of you listening, yeah. Uh, message me at what's your jersey podcast at <laughs> gmail.com and we'll set it up. Um, oh my God. Yeah. We skipped over a thing though. Yeah. You
1: sang gospel at age seven. Yeah. At the Kennedy Center? Yeah. I was with the Washington Performing Arts Society Children of the Gospel Choir. Yeah. And I was a soloist at seven singing gospel. Um, yeah. And I sang for the second inauguration of Bill Clinton. That's so cool. Yeah. What
0: was that like? Like as a I, seven-year-old? I no idea. Yeah. You're like, I Honestly, don't know. I was really confident. They like toted
1: me out there. I was like, meh, meh, meh. You're like, I'm <laughs> meant to be here. You're like, this feels right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how most of the stuff has been like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing this now. I'm doing this now. Yeah. That, like, it just all kind of felt like this is what i was supposed to do.
0: So you were in New York. You're dating your Morgan Stanley yeah.
1: guy. Are you still go-go dancing or like? Yeah. I mean, I was doing that kind of like on the side working yeah. at different bars like to make ends meet. So you were hustling. Oh, hustling. Yeah. Yeah. Even though like he had money and everything, there was no way that I was going to be like, you're paying for everything. No, you can't do that. No, no, don't recommend that. No, never. You got to pay your own way guys. Yeah. Even at 18, I- I'd always been working. I'd been working since I was like 14 years old. I got yeah. a work permit, you know, and I was like helping out and trying to helping pay bills uh, when I was 14 years old. Yeah. So it had always been in me to be a worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh yeah then i graduated school i did it in school in a year and a half it was really fast and then i don't know five months after after school i booked rent so so cool yeah and i was doing the national tour and um god i mean it was great and also horrible it's a great it's great to be on tour so that you can like learn about yourself and see the country and and i saw canada as well and you can learn how to sing and You know higher and lower altitudes (laughs) Because it's the thing That's a thing you're like a professional athlete It, You know it it is like people don't understand Like the performing dancing It's like you are you have to treat yourself like a professional athlete You go to the same doctors that You know NFL players are going to Oh for sure Because it is it's a sport You know you use your entire self Um, So then that happened and then And then uh, I I got off that tour And I booked I booked Mamma Mia And um, I got into rehearsal for it, and we just realized we didn't like each other. Me and Mamma Mia. Like, we just, it was just not gelling with my spirit. I was like, I was just a stripper, like, heroin addict with AIDS. And now I'm, like, singing, like, about what? Dancing Queens? Yeah. (laughs) well I, if i if only it was actually about dancing queens, yes, that's true, you know, yeah, I was like, this is too fluffy for me like i'm I'm edgy and moody, and I need like darker shit, <laughs> so the day before I was supposed to go on for that i we came to a mutual understanding what, yeah, and I got on a plane and I went to Paris, and then I just spent a few months in Europe, fell in love, did all kinds of crazy shit, came back um. And I'm speechless right now It, it, it was a crazy it, It's a crazy Like I said I just say yes And then I also listen to myself And sometimes I thought I was never gonna act again Because I was like They're all gonna talk about me Yeah, that blacklist I Yeah, that's It I was positive But then yeah. I booked a Nickelodeon pilot And and I was just like Okay, well, that's I'm okay, I'm okay Um, And I was in love With a new person at this point And by the way I'm like still like 20 You're 20 Yeah, okay <laughs> you were just saying yes to life i was just saying yes and um and so then yeah and then subsequently like i went into hair The musical, Um, not hair design. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hair the musical. Yeah. Yeah. Hair the musical. And I was naked um, on stage. And that was. Uh, I mean, if I had your body, I'd walk around naked all the time. So, oh.
0: oh. That must have, I think, veganism, guys. Yeah. Get that animal shit
1: out of your body and you tighten up. I've got to say, like, I've been a vegetarian since I was 10. Yeah. But then vegan is kind of the new thing. But it's also like, I mean,. don't hate me for saying I don't work out and I need you're so annoying uh, <laughs> you're the worst I, I knew you're gonna <laughs> but like I'm not like right now I'm so soft like I can barely pick up this bottle of <laughs> well <laughs> like I just need I to could like lift tone. this couch if I needed I to I like, you, no your body is incredible oh, thank you you have and you have boobs I mean you have great boobs like I don't I don't have boobs you. I have like <sighs> I have gelatinous a good gelatinous keto bites.
0: We, I had a plastic surgeon on the podcast like three weeks ago, and he does really good boobs Wait. if you want to get them. Everyone in my mean, life is getting boobs; it's insane. I mean, there's, I mean, there's, like, you don't need it. It's like a you're nipple. High. They're great. No. There's not much going. on. We could talk after. There's a
1: handful. That's that's all you need,
0: guys. You need a handful. Yeah, it's no big deal. So you're, you're touring, you're doing all this yeah. stuff,
1: then. I want to know where, like, we met. I want to tell the listeners yeah. how that even happened. Yeah, I, actually, okay, so what happened was I moved out here to do a show at the Amundsen. I, we did an out-of-town <sighs> tryout with Brooke Shields, and Rollo Esparza were heading this show called Leap of Faith. It was a really awesome flop. <laughs> <laughs> you like, it was great. No I one mean, came. Yeah, I mean, it was amazingly, like, it, it had so much potential, but, like, bureaucracy and yeah. too many, you know, too many chefs in the kitchen and all, all that makes these sense. different things um but i was doing that out here for the out-of-town trial and then i just decided to stay yeah um and and that was that's also at the time that like my seven-year stent was like really just on the rocks we were like what are we doing what's happening mm-hmm. and i just felt like it was probably better to stay and so i stayed and Worked out here And I was like I'm the kind of girl Who's like Goes from like Starring in Broadway To like Waitressing (laughs) It happens We're being honest Like I mean We'll talk And so it's like So I was kind of Doing that And I was doing I was working a lot On music I've had three record deals So I've always been Kind of Working on music and the music scene out in LA is just incredible. Yeah, so writing and stuff—it's um, a lot here. And I, I thought this was the great. The what I love about LA is I have this space to create. I finished writing my novel here, and then it was just kind of I, I was writing. Oh wait,
0: songs. is it a girl's guide to dealing, dealing with, with the, the devil. devil? Yeah. So you are a girl's girl.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> and it is like it's kind of a weird. It's a weird girl girl story because it's like a, a relationship with these two girls that kind of turns little single white femaley oh yeah. okay did yeah. that happen to you I mean I think that things have happened like where you you know you, you may have had that girlfriend that all of a sudden like she's wearing your same look she mm. does her makeup now the same way as you do and she's like likes all the same guys you like and you're like Wait, what happened to my own identity no never yeah. happened no 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 that's you know, I've had he, a lot of those things yeah that's a story for another time yeah yeah so you know what I'm talking about. oh I definitely know what you're talking about and then there's like the control element so it's actually kind of like the anti but then there's a relationship in it that's like really solid that's a two girlfriends that are like super solid okay and you get to see that um wait where can the meatballs find this they can't find it yet i'm in talks with a couple publishers oh and a great couple of yeah with a new i've changed it a bit and um and i think it i think it's found a home but not sure yet Well,
0: let's put good vibes out there for that. That's awesome. Yeah. So you were, you're finishing your novel. And then when did Beechers, when did that
1: even come into play? Yeah. I forget how we even like connected. I think it was Facebook or something. It was like a a mutual friend of some sort. I was like, I need dancers for this thing that I'm going to do at Beechers. And I'm going to have a residency (laughs) there. You know, all the things that, but like like Jeff Beecher is like a certified psychopath yes, yes. I like, you're not the first person to say that um and I won't be the last yeah I, is he still alive I have no idea okay well someone google that yeah. um he just seems like he would have had a heart attack like seven years ago yeah but he, he's just so <laughs> like bleh. um so we were working on this thing like th- putting this show together and yeah. I had like a producer and we had this like medley that we were doing. It was a cool little dance yeah. I forget the songs we were doing. Yeah, it was like a medley. Yeah. And we would just do like a, a four
0: minute It was hot. Yeah. Your dance style I loved though. Like yeah, you just a, had like a, ugh. it
1: was kind of cat dolls, yeah. you know, like really fun, like sexy, like female. It was, it was Beyonce ish. It was before, a lot like Beyonce was what she is. Now. Exactly. Like, like it was, I've always been on the forefront <laughs> Beyonce. in my own little world. <laughs> I can't wait for her to meet you. I mean, I can't either. I, f- I hope that she, you know, I hope she's a girl's
0: girl. I, I would love to have like, you know, what would be awesome mm-hmm. to see you and Beyonce play Roxy and Velma in Chicago. Together, let's make it happen. Like, I feel like that would be just epic. Yeah, I know there's I'm, been like a million people in
1: Chicago, whatever, yeah. but like, I would love to see that. I'm ready to see Beyonce do Broadway. I think it's time, you know. After that, have you seen the tour yet? The newest one? Yeah. No, I did. I was at Coachella and I did see. Her oh, okay. That incredible performance that was just oh, was so good. Were you there the day she drops the launch? No. No. <laughs> I was not. Yes. Oh, you have to I come
0: to a that. stand-up show. I do a good Beyonce. Oh, my God. There. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. No, this fun. is
1: like rekindling our love. I know. I'm really. so excited about it now. It's really good. Um, okay. So then
0: we did our thing, whatever. Whatever. You book Motown What kind of audition process Like what Oh it was crazy How was that Like tell us We need to know I was doing
1: At that point I was doing A show called Big Fish On Broadway And um I wasn't I was I always joked That I was like I'm gonna get the Tony For best non-singing role In a musical (laughs) I mean there's a lot of those I didn't have Like it was so weird To be in a musical And not sing And so I um uh, The show got its notice That we were closing After like three months Yeah And um which was sad because, like, there was a lot of beautiful elements to it. Um, and so I, I was, like, low-key asked to audition. And what happened was the, the girl who originated the role, um, Valicia, she ended up getting ovarian cancer. Ooh. Yeah. So it was also under like really complicated circumstances that I was taking over, which is a higher amount of responsibility. Yeah, it wasn't like she booked a movie and like and she or some sort of role on a TV show, or she wanted to leave. It was like she had to leave to go deal with her health stuff. So it was really complicated. Um, but I auditioned and, and they gave me you know five songs to learn and like four scenes and um, and I had never carried a show on broadway i've been like the featured whatever um but i hadn't been like the lead lead like carrying it um so i was like oh this is different for me but i felt i was like i know i can do it um so i got went in and there was barry gordy with his sunglasses on sitting there and like you know not really saying anything what? and i went is he in he a producer my- on it he is writer, writer, writer producer, everything. everything. Um, he he also wrote it with David Goldsmith, and um, but yeah, this is really his story, mm-hmm. and um, and his you know his version of the story because it's definitely his version. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just that. have had a lot of people afterwards come and be like, it, none of that was true. It didn't happen like that. And I'm like, like mm. it's it's a flashback. I mean, it's even staged as a flashback. Yeah, he's sitting there going you know, what happened and goes back and I'm like, it's his vert. It's his side, you know, then write your own story. That's why the temptations musical is out and all these different things. Yeah, People want to tell their stories. It's a fascinating world. I mean, he created the first black megastars,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: and, and they were all from his fucking projects, his block. Can you imagine if everyone on your Jersey block was like a Michael Jackson? <laughs> was, I mean, <laughs> or that did Stevie not Hunter. happen.
0: The situation did grow up in the town that my parents oh. lived in for a while. So There's that
1: Um, (laughs) You know Jersey Shore Blast Yeah (laughs) It was kind of You know I I auditioned And then I didn't hear anything For like a few weeks And so I was like Oh okay I kind of had forgotten about it And then Next thing I know I booked it And it was crazy Because Our show was closing And then a week later They wanted me to start Mm -hmm. Rehearsal And I They're like You'll have a two-week rehearsal, but at the time, with the guy I was dating, who broke my heart... um, Fuck him. Fuck him. Give me his name. I'll make one phone call. Oh, perfect. There you go. It's probably in Denmark, but... Oh, well then, who cares? (laughs) Whatever. He's probably all over the world. It's fine. Um, No, I I harbor no resentments. Um, So so then he ended up... um, Uh, Yeah, he wanted me to come meet his family and do the whole thing. So I was like, well, can I learn this show in a week? They're like, probably not. Like, that's pushing it. I was like, no, I can learn in a week. So I went to Denmark for a week, played girlfriend, and then went, learned the show in a week, and then was on. That's confidence right there. You know, you made it
0: work. I did. I love it. I want to know what was the first Broadway show you ever saw?
1: Rent. It was Rent. Yeah, oh, the first one I saw on Broadway. Yeah, it was Rent. Yeah. Wow. That, it was a trip that I took with one of my best girlfriends growing up, Catherine Finup. Um, what we up, went, Catherine? Yeah, <laughs> we went to. Um, did we go? We went to Chicago, and I think we went to Rent. But I saw Rent eleven times in the theater. Before I, yeah, I was, I was a super, I was a rent head. I was super, a super fan. Was Mimi the character yeah. that you loved, or oh, yeah. was that? Uh, no. Uh, no, Mimi, no, Mimi all the was way. it. That it was, was always your girl. it, and that was like the first, my first ever job. And now I'm working on a new play with Michael Greif. So I'm like, it's all kind of coming full circle. Can you tell the meatballs who Michael Greif is? Okay, so Michael Greif is the. Director of Rent But also He just directed Dear Evan Hansen Which is Yeah Which is like everything Everything right now Yeah Have you seen Mean Girls yet? I have not. I have, like, I need to go to New York and see everything, because I have not seen anything. I'm leaving on Saturday for New York, and uh, I feel like I will have to give you... Please, give me a breakdown. I'll give you I'm, a breakdown, girl. I need, to see, I need to see the Harry Potter one and two. <laughs> There's just two like, of them? You didn't know that On Broadway, days? too? No, no. Oh, no. They do. So, it's four days a week is part one. What? The other four days a week is part two. And so, you can watch the whole thing in a day. But you'd have to watch the matinee and the night show, and you'd have to spend the extra $150 oh per God. ticket. It's so crazy. Oh, wow. But it's, yeah, it's, it's a thing. There's a lot of shows on Broadway right now that are like eight hours. I,
0: wow. Who's yeah. got time for that? Who can not look at social know. media for eight hours? I
1: don't know. It's, yeah. God, <laughs> it's a I, lot. Social media stresses me out. Oh, uh, anxiety. Let's get the CBD I in wanna, here. Exactly. Yeah. I want to be, like, talking about, like, you know, what's happening in, in like congress and all this stuff but like those things don't get any likes
0: yeah it sucks me right? on a yacht though four hundred uh, right? a little booty in there you're yeah. like wow guys i thought you were better side than boob. that oh so i've been doing a lot of side boobly i need yeah. to calm it down like it's it's been a I lot ever,
1: i don't even know if i can make it t- like i don't know you could do it i've been so off the grid but i'm gonna definitely post about this
0: thank you <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Course. What um? What can people look forward to from you
1: in the upcoming few months? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, when is this coming out? Uh, probably tomorrow. Probably okay. Friday. All right. If you, yeah, that's a fast turnaround. I You're know, amazing, girl. Um. So. If you are in L.A. and wanted to come see Sweet Charity at the Fruit Playhouse um, on the UCLA campus, you could come see me in that. That's going to be, okay, Friday night, 8 o'clock. And then we have two Saturday, two Sunday matinee and nighttime at 2 o'clock, the matinees. And on Saturday, there's an 8 o'clock. And on Sunday, there's a 7 o'clock. I'm doing this play that's man in the ring um doing that in boston first and then we have high hopes for broadway Mm -hmm. Uh, the whole team the creative team is incredible the man who wrote it has a pulitzer like it's so it's 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 pretty awesome so i'm feeling like that's gonna be one of the next big things but then also the podcast of course how we do this you can check it out um but we're we're having we're finishing our first season next week so then we'll go on hiatus for a little bit I love that. Yeah.
0: Wait, I want to know is Disney's magic camp out yet? No, it is not. So okay. I did
1: a whole bunch of work in the last few years. You've been busy. That was with people that have been highly Me Tooed, so it's all been <gasps> shelved. <laughs> God damn it. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's so annoying. Like, and that's, I want to tell the story of like all of the actors and like all the people that don't now get. Like they're due because of, you know, one man who just can't control his penis, you know, yeah, um, or his attitude. And so this movie, it's a great movie. They're, they are going to release it, um, but it's a Disney film that was going to have wide theatrical release because it was with um, Adam Devine and Gillian Jacobs. And- I lo- I'm obsessed with both of them. And it's so funny. Yeah, so, it's so good. Um, and did you love working with them? Oh, I loved working with them. I think and they're both brilliant and Gillian awesome. Gillian was like super feminist, and so it was like right after the election that we were working together mm-hmm. so we were just like firing each other up she's so awesome yes, uh, i love hearing that everyone yes. was great you know i had did it, you watch love i did, uh, yeah i've watched i watched most of the first season oh girl you gotta keep going i know i hear <laughs> this is incredible. it's incredible. no i just love watching her yeah so no. so and it's with jeffrey tambor it's gonna come out on the disney um streaming site
0: okay Cool. So, so we can look out for that.
1: And what about yeah. Shira? When and does Shira? Of out? <laughs> course, Shira coming out, and she's um, forgetting because I totally she am. has so much shit going on. I am totally <laughs> forgetting, and it's like it's hard because it's like you, especially with animated stuff, you do it. Yeah, and then it's like so. It's your voice. Yeah. Oh yes. Shira is animated. Okay. Based on like the um, nineteen eighties TV series. I was obsessed with Gem and Shira used to come on before it. Yes. Yes. So I had a lot of Shira video tapes also. Yes. Oh my god, that is adorable. (laughs) Um. So it's that. It's the remake of that. But it's yeah. It's not live action. But we have amazing voice on that. Um, Yeah. We have Sandra Oh and the. Oh my god. We share the same manager and I can't think of it. Marcus. (laughs) Marcus Scribner. Okay, Scribner.
0: I have, I oh, don't know God. that person, but the it sounds teenage,
1: the teenage son on Blackish. Oh, perfect! I'm sure everyone knows that. You all know who I'm yes. talking about. Um, Sorry, and, Marcus. Yeah, the, and there's just so so many great talented people on that. Um, and I actually just interviewed the woman who is like running it, and she's 26 years old. her Her name is Noelle Stevenson. She's a a lesbian who does a lot of like LGBTQ art and it's really cool and i got to see the first two episodes of the series and it is funny and smart and the women are so badass the princesses yes. of power yes. and there are not a lot of non-traditional elements to this for kids it's going to be really interesting for like kids and teenagers to like watch adults this. will want to watch it too for sure okay yeah what's her character name um i'm net tassa Oh, I toss yeah. nets <laughs> oh my god I didn't even put that together
0: god
1: net tosser, that's brilliant and there's a little spin to my character so you know that's so we can't cool. Can't talk about it yet. But yeah, I'm excited when it comes out so that we can talk about it. Do you know it. when it's coming out? November. It's in November. November. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we got to wait a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for
0: the meatballs who are trying to chase a dream whether it be theater, I don't know,
1: singing, dancing, just something? Oh yeah. Um, man, it's it's a lot of it is about persistence. That's something that my mother said to me this week and I needed to hear it. She like just persist, you mm-hmm. know. And and your goals change, you know, Your the things that you want to do change. And that's not a bad thing. You know, like they yeah. evolve. You you are constantly evolving. Um, and so it's so important for you to just accept who you are and what you are. And if like if you want to sing, but then you also are like, wow, I'm really into yoga and you want to be a yoga teacher. You can do that. Like you can't you don't hold yourself to your three-year-old dream and Mm -hmm. standard of life and like because things look differently um if that is the case um and then also enjoy what you're doing enjoy the ride because this is this is your life it's happening now. You know, it's not happening when you get on Broadway or when you get that record deal or when you're performing, you know, all the time. It, that's, it, it's now that it's happening. And you don't what what a lot of what having a lot of people pass away has done for me has reminded me to live and to be grateful in all of that. And like, accept like every day that I have is a blessing. Every every moment that I spend doing anything, anyone that gets my time or I give um, or or I get their time. I'm I'm so lucky you know like I'm so lucky to have this so to try to have like a deep appreciation for all the things that you do whether it be like you know I'm gonna be the best waitress right now or I'm gonna be the best mom or I'm gonna be the best singer or I'm gonna be the best artist or whatever it is that you're doing just always try to do your best and um, yeah read the four agreements that also helps and you are a badass
0: we talk about both of those on uh, here. Yeah, I'm obsessed. <laughs> they're both so good. Yeah, they're so great. And uh, the power of
1: now also is another another, another know, great you, one to just like get you more focused about the now. Because I think people measure their lives in success and validation. And, and that's, it. You know, that's not what it is. Nope. Mm-mm. So I hope that you all are going to do amazing things and that you're raising the collective consciousness for greater good. Wow, that's a great soundbite right there. I wish I could say I scripted that out for her. <laughs> and I was like, read this
0: inspire everyone i'm so inspired right now uh something we do at the end of the podcast yeah uh lady gaga is our like dream guest yes she um what are you doing stephanie get out here i know (laughs) stephanie germanata i went to joanne's i went to your family restaurant i ate meatballs there in april
1: she just seems She seems like a girl's girl too Oh yeah She just seems like She's Cool and down And like Or trying to be relaxed Which is probably what I am I'm yeah. like trying to always She's be trying relaxed. She's trying <laughs> And Not I respect Not ever relaxed But like super trying
0: <laughs> I respect the try Yeah Um. She retweeted a parody We did of A Million Reasons Oh my god um, So now at the end of each show I have someone Do an interpretation Of her lyrics And I pick a song So oh. I picked Born This Way for you um, so Oh my you, god what I am I doing? Am I So, this? no, I you, like- you don't have to. You could do whatever you want. Whatever is the most crystal Joy Brown oh, thing you could gosh. do. You could do one line. You could do the whole fucking thing. You can say it in a Jersey accent if that's what's speaking to you. Do it as Diana Ross. Do it as your character in Sweet Charity. Or just do it as you. Do whatever Ooh, you okay, let want. me meditate on this for a second. <laughs> I love it. There is, while she's meditating on this, I do want to share with you guys, because I have talked about pings before on the podcast, um, and I had two quotes that I heard yesterday and today, and I feel like they kind of both mean the same thing, so I wanted to share them with you again. Uh, here's one. Just be like water and go with the flow. Just do the work. Forget about the results. And that was from Josh Adam, Josh Adam Myers. He was at the improv last night and he said that on stage and I was like, fuck yeah. And then this is from Crystal's podcast. Kathleen Marshall said, if you deliver when you're given an opportunity, then you'll be given the next opportunity. And I really like that. And I feel like these both really resonate with Crystal so there's that
1: oh man okay since I'm like super hippie and like zen out these days I'm just gonna do it as like a mo- like a, a mantra chanting monologue that's perfect. and you can close your eyes and just listen to it if you're in your car in traffic this should be helping you a lot right now oh don't close your eyes but don't close but your just eyes just like go into the center of your being <laughs> I love this and it's, not, it's gonna be short um Great. but I'm beautiful in my way because God makes no mistakes. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. Don't hide yourself in regret. Just love yourself and you're set. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. Oh, I have chills. I don't know. Is that enough? <laughs> I want to I listen haven't warmed to that up every yet, day. So I was like, oh, I could be like, I'm beautiful in my way.
0: But I was like, I'm not ready. Oh my god That was so amazing I just want you to sing On the next podcast um, I wish you could be here For another hour But you have a show To oh, go yeah, do I have to go You have to leave Yeah you
1: have to go Sit in traffic So excited um, about it Pimp yourself out Tell the meatballs Where they can find yes. you And see your work You can um, always check out My website Crystaljoybrown.com Pretty easy K with a K Crystal with a K Crystaljoybrown.com mm-hmm. And then also On Instagram I'm Crystaljoybrown And on Twitter I'm Crystaljoybrown And my Twitter Is more so me Like talking about all the things happening politically and activism and instagram is the few things that i actually post but i like to stay in touch with everybody and anyone that writes me like i'm all i'm very open to dialogue mm-hmm. i also i also teach at amda here um <gasps> now yeah i teach musical theater now and oh my god can like, we take your class if we're yeah, not 17 I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about ways to do like wellnessy wor- workshops with art um we should talk about that yeah um but you know Find me, talk to me. I really like engaging with people and having a dialogue. I feel like we really need to talk to each other more than ever now. Yeah, um, you can and find me on Stop looking Facebook at our well. phones. Yeah, like talk to me, send me a message. We'll, t- we'll, I will respond. If you have questions, if anything about this conversation has piqued your interest i'd Mm -hmm. love to talk to you about it also Um, tell them your podcast where they can find that oh yeah um how we do this you can go to how we do or on itunes like we're just there right now we're not really anywhere else yet but yeah and it's an interview style podcast similar to this that's really focused around strength hope and wellness it's so inspiring and it, it just puts you in a good mood
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah well
1: I love it I love you I love you thank you oh. so so much for having me thanks meatballs oh <laughs> uh, thank you You uh, really ran the gamut I feel like I feel like you just had a really nice therapy session
0: <laughs> I love that. That was the nicest thing anyone's no, ever said to me really after this. i do really
1: shit like I do after therapy. I mean, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of cheese
0: and carbs lately. It's been bad. Perfect. So I get it. Um, you're amazing. Thank you so much for being Thank here.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, yes,
0: meatballs. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, babe. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.